this on. Praise the Lord. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Becky. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. I'm glad to be here this morning. I can't say I didn't just get out of jail this morning, so that's good. Got to rest in a little bit this morning. Uh, I am glad to be a part of Relevant Faith Church. I thank you for that prophetic word, Becky. And God is uh, doing a new thing. She said, behold, which means to look. God is doing a new thing. Amen. We receive that engrafted word that's able to save our soul. When God released something like that, my ears is usually wide open when God releases a prophetic word through her like that. Uh, So many different gifts that God has placed in in the midst of us, in the house of God, just uh, waiting for some of them to be released and move forward. Uh, Just thank God for that. I just want to invite your attention to some scriptures, but before we get there, I'm going to ask that you pray with me, that you would bow your heads and pray with me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, dear Lord. We thank you for your word, O Lord, how your word is the deliverer, it's the light, uh, it's the rock, O God, it's the shining light that guides our path, O God. As we come together today to study your word, to hear your word, O God, to receive your word, that our souls might live, we thank you for that. And we give you praise for that. We give you honor for that. And we give you glory. There is none like you, O God. And we thank you for being in a class all by yourself. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm going to be talking to you this morning out of several several different scriptures uh, that God has given me this morning to share with the house of God. Uh, I I definitely want to first acknowledge uh, a couple of my friends that are here. Uh, First of all, I want to talk about uh, Brother Bill and Sister May. Uh, They're some young folks. You see them sitting right here with the the all-white hair, (laughs) the young people. Uh, I went to uh, witness their baptism about, what, a month ago, Bill? A couple months ago? and uh, Sister May, I forgot how old she is. She's in her 80s, right? 90. Oh, I was way off. But she's looking good, looking 80. <laughs> so went to 95 years old getting baptized. Isn't that marvelous? And Bill's like, what, 16, Bill? <laughs> but close. But anyway, I just want to thank you for being here today. I just thank God for you being here to come in the midst of Relevant Faith. This is his first time here. So when you see him, say hello to him in, in May, 95 years old. She's so sweet. I just thank God for her that she's uh, in the kingdom of God. It's such a blessing. It's, uh, it taught me something that you're never too, it's never too late. As long as the blood is still running warm in your veins, as long as you're still breathing, God can still do some work for you while you're alive. Amen? Amen. So I just thank God for that. Thank Brother Charles Keaton for being here this morning. Uh, one of my uh, fellow yokemen in the gospel. Uh, we talk about everything. And just thank God for him being here this morning as well. Uh, but I do want to invite your attention to the 150th Psalm. Psalm 150. The 150th Psalm. I'm going to read it in its entirety, but I'm also going to be uh, covering a couple other different verses, which should be on the screen, hopefully. Um, And I want to talk to you this morning after I read this about a particular thing. 
But here's what it says in Psalm 150. I'll be reading in the King James Version. It says this. It says, praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Oh, it's getting deep. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Watch out now. Praise him with the string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud sounding cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. There's a difference. Then in conclusion, it says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise you, the Lord. The message for this morning is that God gave me is we have to praise him. Did you hear me? We have to praise him. It's not like we have a choice. And in fact, in Psalm 31 and 1, I want to read this to you. Psalm 31 and 1 says this. Here's what it says. If I can find it here. It says, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. And let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. So God, when, when, when we praise God, we trust him. When we praise God, we owe him that. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Do you know that the Bible talks about praise is comely amongst the righteous? It's comely. In other words, it's necessary for us to praise him. In case you didn't know, God deserves our praise. He deserves our praise. In fact, he is worthy of our praise. Did you know that praise means to worship God? When I praise him, I worship him. That's what praise is. When I praise God, I am worshiping God because God is worthy of my praise. He deserves all of my praise. Sometimes we give praise to people, right? We honor people. We celebrate people. But God is worthy of all of our praise. And then the Bible is distinctive. It goes into detail on how we should praise him, on what we should praise him for. Do you know the word praise means Yahudah? Ooh, I'm about to get deep, y'all. Yahudah. In other words, it means for me to celebrate God. I need to lift him up. I Yahudah him. I praise him because he is worthy of it. I looked at in the scriptures over 250 times the word praise is in the Bible. Now, it is in, it, is in, uh, it means the same thing as when you see hallelujah, you're seeing the word praise. When you see praise, you're seeing the word hallelujah because it means the same thing. It means that we praise God 
because God is worthy of our praise. The Bible said that this, it said, I looked at the first time because I always look up words. If you are a, a studier of the Bible, and that should be all of us, I always look up words. So I wanted to note, I wanted to duly note, where was it first mentioned in the Bible? So I went back to Genesis chapter 38, where this, these, these women were, were kind of fighting over this man. Oh, God. <laughs> one name was Rachel, and the other one name was Leah. And most of us know the story, right? He ended up working for this man, for his daughter, whose name was Rachel. And he thought Rachel was this fine, I mean, fine as wine woman. When he saw her, he was just in love with Rachel. So he went to go work for her for seven years. But the old man, which was her daddy named Laban, he was an old trickster, you know. So he played on him. After he worked the seven years, he gave him his daughter Leah. Are you hearing me? Now, Leah was this old bubble-eyed, fish-eyed. The Bible talked about her eyes. So she wasn't that good to look upon the sister Leah like Rachel was, you know, the one he was in love with. So the old man had a rule that she had to go first. So he gave her her first and told him, if you want Rachel, you got to work another seven years. Now, it was funny to me that even though he was giving old fish-eyed Leah, he started having babies with Leah. Are you hearing me? <laughs> so he started having some babies with Leah. Now, the fourth baby that old Leah had, right? Leah said, now the first three sons that she gave him, she said, I will name him because of my husband will love me. I will name him because my husband is this. And then the third one, she said, I will name him because my husband did that. And then, but on the fourth one, she said, I will name him Judah because I praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? So praise entered in. If you ever notice anything about Judah, did you know that Judah was always the one that went forth when the children of Israel went to war? It was something. Why would God send the praise first before the war? And so I thought about that because praise is calmly in the midst of God. God loves for us to praise him. Who am I preaching to? God wants us to praise him. God wants us to lift him up. God wants us to celebrate him. He's not so interested in you celebrating me. God wants you to celebrate him. I brought some words that I want to familiarize you with. I got a good memory, but I wanted to kind of be able to look at these words to kind of give you the definition in the Hebrew term of the word praise. Are you hearing me? The first word is halal. You know what that word is in, it's attached to? The word hallelujah. Are you hearing me? The word halal is a primary Hebrew word, right? And it's clear it means to praise. It means to shine. It means to boast. It means to rave. It means to celebrate. It means to celebrate calamitously, foolishly. It means that's what halal means. 
So let me go there for a minute. Man, I'm feeling this thing in my bosom. So if I praise God, there's so many different ways that I can celebrate him. As we went through the Psalms, did you notice that it said praise him in the dance? Some of us, we get deep, you know, we get spooky and deep and mysterious and wonderful. You know, we not that emotional. In case you haven't noticed, I'm emotional. But the same people that say they ain't emotional might have 10 kids. <laughs> Are you listening to me? That tell me that it was some emotion involved, right? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So all of us are emotional because God has created us with emotions. Amen? God expects us to praise him. Do you know the man that wrote this psalm was a praising man? This man used to praise God so much he would dance out his clothes. Don't be alarmed. I'm not finna dance out my clothes today. But it is calmly for the people of God who God called the righteous to praise God. To praise him. The word halal means that I should celebrate my God. It means praise. That's what halal is. I praise him. I praise him because he's good. I praise him because he is worthy of my praise. I think about, and Brother Charles Keaton in the back, he can relate to this. Sometimes when you go into the prison, you get there, and they already got their worship team. They already got their drummer, their guitar player. And when you walk in the hall, now you go into prison now, and the place is rocking. They lifting up the name of Jesus. I ain't got to pump them up, Bill. You know you go to prison, right? I ain't got to pump the brothers up. When I get there, the building is rocking. You know, they rocking. I'm like, oh, God. So I walk in, and it's calmly. I feel right at home. Now, this in jail. This in prison. I'm talking about guys that's got life, 50 years, 100 years, 30 years, 40 years, 10 years, but they're giving God the praise. Because your position and the place where you at does not stop God from being praised. He is still worthy of our praise. Now, I'm going somewhere. Stay with me, y'all. Now, the second word is this one, yada. Yada is a verb. And it means to extend my hands and throw out my hands in worship to praise him. So when I yada him, like when I walked in the building today, I seen some yada going on. Yada. And we didn't know we was yadaing him, some of us. But it's calmly amongst us to yada him. Oh, God, I yada you. I worship you. I throw up my hands. That's what that means. I yada him. Not embarrassed. I'm glad. That I can yada you. You are worthy. Oh God, I lift up my hands. I yada you. I praise you. Mm, that's good. That's good. Now, the next word is kind of like yada, but it's toda. And it comes from a simple word like yada, but it's used specifically. And it means to extend my hand in adoration or acceptance. Oh, now to see this deeper. 
right? In acceptance, like, Lord, I, I adore you. Accept me. I'm yours. I'm yours. I adore you. Lord, I, you're my adoration. You're my everything. Oh, God, I love you. It's a difference. See, when we praise him, it is so much involved. That's why God enjoys our praise. He enjoys it. He loves it when we praise him. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I want us to understand this fourth word because it gets deeper. Sorry about that. It gets deeper. The fourth word is called dealing with praise, Shabbat. It means to shout and address God in a loud tone. Uh-oh, I'm about to step on some toes now. To shout, it means when I shout, I go, hallelujah, glory. You ever notice sometime I'm in the house and you might see me sitting, but you will hear glory. Huh? That's what that means. I'm praising God. See, there's different uh, aspects of how we praise. See, I'm not going to get upset if I see you over there, you're done. Then I look over here and there's toe done. And I look over here and there's some shouting going on. Or if I look over here and there's some dancing going on. If I look over here, there's some, some running going on. If I look over here, there's some instruments going on. If I look over here, there's all types of praise in the house of God. But praise don't begin in the house. Praise begin in your house. You know why you run in the vacuum cleaner. Lord, I thank you. Oh God, you're worthy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God, you're so good. Oh, let me get that. God, you're good. You know, while you're washing the dishes or you're doing the laundry, you're praising him. While you're at the job, you're praising him because he's worthy of our praise. It don't begin when we get the relevant. It starts when we open our eyes. That's when we begin to praise him. And before we close our eyes, we praise him. And all throughout the day, we're praising him. But sometimes, God wants to hear a shout from you. Let me help you right quick. I need you to understand. For some of us, our deliverance is in our praise. Hmm? Hear me. You might need to just break out in a dance. Are you listening to me? And your deliverance is there. Your deliverance is in the dance. Your deliverance is in the shout. Your deliverance is in lifting up your hands. Your deliverance is in your praise. Amen. Do you remember in the New Testament where Peter and them was in jail? They were in jail now. And they began to praise God. And the jail opened up. You see what praise will do? They were in the jail, locked in stocks and bonds. Are you hearing? I ain't talking about stock stocks and bonds bonds, but bound by chains. But they began to praise God. Huh? And God showed up. See, when we, when we praise God, he'll show up. He'll show up when we praise him. I don't care what prison you're in. 
Maybe you ain't in Stateville Maximum Security Prison, but you can be living on Star Street Prison. You can be living on University Street Prison. Are you hearing me? But if you would praise him, if you would open up your mouth, if you would shout, if you would lift up your hands, if you would dance and praise him in a song, God can deliver you in the midst of your praise. The next one is called Barak. Now, Barak is the word that means to, and it's okay if you're in church and you might want to just get down one day and get on your knees and begin to worship him. That's Barak. When you bow down before the Lord, you Barak him. Are you hearing me? You Barak him. Because sometimes he needs to be bowed down before in worship. I praise him by bowing down and saying, God, you're my God. I worship you. You're my God. I can't make it without you. Without you, I can do nothing. I need you. I bow down and I worship him. So that's a different level. But God is worthy of all of our praise. Are you hearing me? So when I barack him, I also need to zamar him. Zamar him means to pluck the string. Now, I don't know nothing about Zamar. I will mess up a Zamar because I'll. But that's a Zamar. I pluck the string instrument, whether it's the psaltery, whether it's the harp. He's a Zamara. Hey, Zamara. Zamara right here. He's good, too. Yeah. Because, see, we all praise him differently, but yet we all praise him. Are you hearing me? But that's what Zamar is. So when we come into the house of God, all of the praise comes together and go up before the Lord as a sweet-smelling, oh, my God, in the eyes of God. It goes up before the Lord as a memorial unto him. Lord, we love you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we praise you. Now, the final one here in this Hebrew word is called Tehillah. It's derived from the word halal, and it means to sing. It means to sing loud. That's what it means. I Tehillah him. I didn't say tequila. I said Tehillah. Are you hearing me? It means that I sing. Now, I'm not a good singer. I can make a joyful noise. But it means that when I sing, when I say, never would have made it. Lord, I never, never could have made it without you. Huh? I tehillah him. Are you hearing me? I sing unto the Lord. See, it's all in the book. 
when we're talking about praising God, it's in the Bible. So don't look at someone and say, why is that person? Who? You might see me one day. I might just. Ah! Are you listening to me? I might break out in a dance. I might scream and shout. I might hallelujah. You might hear me speaking in other tongues as the spirit gives the utterance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But I'll be praising God. And all you got to do is say, don't worry about him. He's just praising God. So God wants us to praise him. We have to praise him. I want to read something to you in the book of Luke, chapter 19. Turn with me there. I don't know if they put it on the screen. Is it there? Beginning at verse 37. Is that it? Luke, chapter 19, beginning at verse 37. Here's what it says. When he was come nigh, even now, at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God. Are you listening to me? With a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees with their religious self from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke your disciples. And Jesus answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would cry out. So in other words, if we don't praise him, the rocks will praise him. Are you hearing me? If I don't praise him and he saved me, he delivered me, I've seen his mighty acts. He's revealed himself to me. If I don't praise him, the rocks will give him praise. A rock don't have a mind. A rock don't have a heart that beats. A rock don't have blood flowing through its vein. But if I don't praise him, the rocks will praise him. Ain't no rock taking my place. Ain't no rock. When he done delivered me, when he done set me free, ain't no rock going to take my place when I know how good he's been. I know what he brought me from. I know what I've been delivered from. Ain't no rock taking my place, Becky. Are you hearing me? I'm going to praise him. We have to praise him. Could you imagine God coming to you in a vision and showing you a bag of rocks. <laughs> See, every time that you don't lift me up, these rocks right here, they're praising me. Oh, no. I got to praise him. We have to praise him. People of God, Relevant Faith Church, we have to praise him. <laughs> 
He is worthy of our praise. He deserves to be celebrated. If we in Walmart, oh, praise the Lord. God is good. Huh? When I go to the jail, oh, praise the Lord. God is good. He's worthy of my praise. When I go to my church, I mean my family reunion, which we have every year or every other year, bunch of Terry's, you know, my last name, Terry, bunch of the Terry's there. Now, half the family drank and smoke and, you know, all the above, and the other half don't. But you know what I do? I hang out with the half that drank. I don't shun them. Like, get back. Back. I don't do that. I be like, praise him. How y'all doing? They already know where I stand. They ain't going to offer me no beer. They know where I stand. They know who I praise. But it's my family. So I love my family. Sinner or saint, I love my family. Saved or not, I love my family. I don't look at them like you're the scum of the earth. Huh? Now, when I wasn't saved, that's how they looked at me, though. <laughs> but, but I don't look at them like that. I looked at them like you're a great candidate. You are a very potential candidate for salvation. God can save you and deliver you from the uttermost to the guttermost. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Or reverse. You know what I mean. God can save you. If he can save me, he can save you too. That's how I'm looking at them. Are you hearing me? Not like I'm better than them because the Bible lets me know all flesh is grass. Hmm? We're dust in the eyes of God. We're dust. We're his children, holy and righteous, set apart, sanctified for his use. But he remembers. The Bible said that we are dust. We are dust that should praise him. Because we have to praise him. Ain't no rock taking my place. I refuse to let a rock stand in the gap for me. When I have all of my potential, I have all of my limbs, I can still lift my hands. I can still sing and shout. I can still dance. I can still say, glory! Ain't no rock taking my place. We have to praise him. I came in peace. God bless you.